Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Racing Pod Blast with me, Tony McCormick, and Ben Aiken from Narrow in the Field from a hotel room uh, somewhere in London as he is uh, waiting for the coronation to begin. Welcome along, everyone. Ben, did you get to London? Uh, I'd say no. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Okay. Uh, welcome along, everyone. <laughs> Today's the uh, first classics of the 2023 season. Uh, flat season are upon us. Uh, so we are heading to Newmarket for this week's coverage with part one of the pod covering the Palace House Stakes and the 2000 Guineas. Then we head to our usual hunting ground of the Scottish Leagues for our top, middle and bottom. I'm hanging on to profit at the minute just by the fingertips. Uh, before dedicating part three of the pod blast to the first Phillies classic of the season, which we are both looking forward to, the 1,000 guineas from Newmarket on Sunday. First race on the agenda is the Palace House Stakes, due off at four o'clock on Saturday. 17 runners set to go to post uh, live on ITV. Ben, can you start us off with that one? Antony, a couple in the Palace House Stakes, I think. Possibly worth mentioning back in. Uh, first one, Razel has shown steady level improvement in his career, uh, progressing through handicaps and then stepping into listed and group company last season. Didn't quite cut the mustard at group one level on his last three lun- runs in the campaign. But if you take a look at him in five furlong turf races at group two level and below in the UK, he is nine wins two places from 12 starts. Pass House Stakes, I think it's, it's the sort of race where he, he can show up well in. And I thought double-figure prices, I thought, made him an interesting each-way sort of play, or Razel. Um, closer up, or near the head of the market, Twilight Quality is another one, I think, has strong claims here. He's got three wins and a second off breaks of 31 days or more, and he's very, very capable of running big races when he returns off lengthy sort of breaks or breaks on a month or more. Now, he ran fifth in the Palace House Stakes last year. He had the worst to draw that day um, out on the highest stall, and that effort, I think, was much better than the bare form suggests. And if you can replicate either of his King Stan stakes second or his Temple stakes second from last season, then I think Twilight calls, he'll be bang there at the finish of this this renewal of Paz House stakes. So, Razel and Twilight calls for me, Tony. What have you got for us? That's interesting. Best look to the Dixon brothers as well uh, with uh, Razel as well, where uh, yep. trainer Michael that will be. Yeah, yeah, good, good, uh, good stuff there. And uh, best look to the uh, to Chris and uh, Martin Dixon there with Razel. Uh, yeah, I've got a short list of uh, Manacan. Four-year-old by Exceed and Excel won a couple of listed contests at Doncaster and Ascot last term before winning. Group 3 contest at uh, Bazali Dundalk on the all weather when uh, last seen in October and uh, and also Vad Dream I do like the chances of uh, Vad Dream he's a bit of a uh, a big price here, uh, not as big as the one I'm going to come on to but uh, Vad Dream Mayor by Brazen Bow out of a Shamadal Mare uh, won the listed Camage Trophy at uh, Doncaster last month, not beaten far in a 77k 
condition stakes at Newcastle on finals day on the all weather. Uh, currently around the 8.16 to 18 to 1 mark. Looks a little big. Could get some value out of that. And also uh, T-Spirit came up on, uh, on my shortlist as well for trainer Adrian Nichols. Now, I think the big price here, Ben, I don't, don't know what you think, but I think the big price is a combination of the trainer Adrian Nichols and the fact he was last of 18 when a little out of his depth in the uh, Prida Abbey at Longsham in October. But he's got some decent form, especially uh, when the, he was taken over to Tipperary to win the Abergwan Stakes, the listed uh, event in August at Tipperary, uh, beating nine rivals by a nose. At, uh, and he was a little well, he was a little well fancied there. So if there's any firms paying five places uh, tomorrow uh, on the day, I think T Spirit is worth a very small each way. Could finish in the first five and uh, Vad Dream. Also, uh, a bit of an each way shout for me as well in the four o'clock. The Palace House Stakes uh, off at four, as we say, at Newmarket. And uh, under the big one, 440 at Newmarket. The 2000 Guineas Group One for three year olds over the straight one mile of the Roly Mile. Ben starts us off on this one. Yeah, first classic of the season. Always a decent race to play, the 2000 Guineas, on uh, the race trends front. I use a set of 10 trends that all of the last 15 winners passed. The three strongest trends that I like from that, that sort of list I use, are all 15 winners recorded a top three finish last time out in a Class 1 race over seven furlongs or a mile. All recorded a top four finish on their race course debut. And all 15 had previously won at group level. And only four horses this year pass all four, or all three of those trends, sorry. Those horses being August Rodan, Charin, Royal Scotsman, and Silver Knot. Now, August Rodan sits at the head of the betting. He'll be looking to win an 11th 2000 guineas for Aidan O'Brien. He's got a similar sort of profile as well to, to the previous O'Brien winners. All 10 of his previous winners had won over at least seven furlongs. They won at least twice in their careers. We're making their seasonal debut and ran in a group race over seven furlongs to a mile last time out. Um, August Rodan also won the Futurity Trophy at Doncaster last time out, similar to Magna Grecia, Saxon Warrior and Camelot. They all did that for O'Brien before winning the, the 2000 Guineas. So August Rodan, he ticks the race trends. Similar profile to other Aidan O'Brien 2000 Guineas winners. And I think he's a solid favourite, personally. Um, I can't really put anyone off him. I suppose uh, the only query you'd have is the potential fast ground you'll encounter on a Saturday. So, but that's only as a query. It's, you know, it's, it's not a negative, it's just a, a query we don't know. Um, but worth mentioning, I suppose, that there is thunder showers forecast for Friday afternoon, so it could be some easing of conditions over the next 24 hours. Definitely worth keeping an eye on what the weather does. Um, one who he does know handles the likely quicker conditions is Silver Knot for Appleby, Appleby and Buke. Uh, Barring his, his wobble in the, the champagne stakes last September, he's, he's shown a lot of solid form so far in his six-race career. He rounded out his two-year-old campaign with, a, I thought, an excellent second in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile, just going down on a head bobber after meeting a wall of horses and running. So he did well to probably get where he did at the line. Uh, that race actually has also been working out relatively strongly so far, so it's... it's Good form. Uh, Appleby's record in the 2000 Guineas since 2018 also makes for some pretty 
pleasure reading, I'd say. He's saddled nine runners in the race. He's had one winner, two seconds, two thirds, and a fourth and a sixth. And I think providing the ground doesn't really soften up, which I don't think it will, um, and it's somewhere near the current good to firm, then I think he's very overpriced at double figure, silver not. Um, he's one I would look to be playing each way in this 2000 guineas. Tony, what have you got? I can echo them sentiments, mate. August Rodin, or Rodan, um, I wouldn't put anybody off backing him, but he's uh, 15 to 8 doesn't uh, doesn't um, shape, um, float my boat by any stretch of the imagination. I've come down to uh, Sack here for trainer Roger Varian. David Egan's in the saddle. He's an each way selection for me. Uh, won the Group 2 Mill Reef Stakes at Newbury when last seen in September, beating six rivals by three and a half lengths. And uh, I'm with you on Silver Knot, mate. Um, I was looking at this race yesterday and just couldn't get away from Silver Knot or the price, as you say. And uh, if there's firms, I think there's be firms, well, there are firms paying uh, four places on the race, maybe uh, five come tomorrow, maybe it's not. But uh, four, if you can get four places, Silver Knot 12 to 1, a ridiculous price, as you, you, you said there, Ben. Um, Charlie Appleby, William Buick uh, in the colours of Godolphin, winner over course and distance, landing the spoils in the Group 3 Autumn Stakes in October, beating the nose, as you say, in, in the Keeneland in the Group 1 Juvenile Turf at the Breeders' Cup. So, yeah, good firm there, uh, good form there as well uh, over in Keeneland in the Breeders' Cup on turf as well, it must be said. Uh, second of 14, beating the nose. So, yeah, I'm with you with Silver Knot, mate. Wouldn't put anybody off the favourite. Can't have Little Bear, can't have Chaldean. Uh, Sakia is worth um, a second look, but uh, Silver Knot is, will be my uh, each way player. In uh, the uh, the Guineas tomorrow, uh, right? We're moving on now. Here we go, top, middle, and bottom, everyone. The one you've been waiting for. <laughs> Usual rules apply. Uh, we're having a lot of fun this uh, season, it must be said, with uh, top, middle and bottom. Uh, one pound Trixie from us both, four pound in total. Ben, am I still clinging on to profit? Uh, you are. Last week, two winners, one loser. <laughs> Minus 1.83 points. Uh, the pedals of playing odds on. <laughs> sure, one. Yeah. I think Anne yeah. didn't, didn't let you down. Myself, though. <laughs> Three losers, minus four points. The pearls have taken three big swings. <laughs> so, uh, run, running totals, Tony, plus 9.06. Myself, plus 45.26. This week, final round of matches in the, in the leagues. Let's start in the championship. Everything to play for. Final round of matches in the Scottish Championship. Only race throwers have nothing to play for. All other nine teams, there's something at stake for them. And I'm going to play in one of the playoff ball games and I am going for Inverness Cali Thistle to beat Air United at six to four. Cali are the form team just now. They've won seven of the last ten. Uh, the ones that didn't win, they drew twice with league leaders Dundee and they only lost in a tight game at second place Queen's Park. Air on the other, other hand, they've got the wobbles, doing their best to throw away their season. They've gassed, nothing left to tank. Uh, then Cali have beaten Air twice already this season. There's a draw in the other match. Uh, and Air, they've only won one of the last 10 meetings and two of the last 19 meetings against Cali. So everything here pointing towards Cali Thistle winning. So 
Cali to beat Air for me in the championship. Middle Scottish first, unlike the championship, almost every match in the first division is a dead rubber. Placings are all but confirmed. Uh, only third and fourth place needs resolved, which is important, obviously, for the playoff situation. I thought it was a tricky to second guess the mindsets for a lot of these teams. Um, I eventually decided on Clyde and Montrose to draw at 11 to 4. You and your draws. Love these draws. Love them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Clyde, Clyde have to navigate the playoffs to stay in Division 1 next season. That's, that's settled. So they're surely going to have an eye fixed on games after this. Montrose, not to play for. Highlighted last week by their 4 0 home humping against Aloha. <laughs> so, Clyde, I mean, Clyde are not going to want to get turned over with the playoffs looming, but they're not going to be going full throttle. Montrose are going to be in full Tenerife holiday mode. So, <laughs> I think Clyde Montrose will trundle out a draw between them. And then, bottom, Scottish second, still a couple of bits and bobs to be sorted out in this one. And I am going for Bonnie Rig Rose to beat Elgin City. Yes. At 23 to 20. Elgin secures safety last weekend with a 94th minute winner against Dumbarton. Elgin must have been rocking on Saturday night. It wouldn't have been. But um, <laughs> yeah, their player manager with a 94th minute winner. Uh, they stopped the downward spiral. They're safe. Bonnie Rig, not safe. They need a point to secure safety, but a defeat and a win for Albion Rovers and Bonnie Rigger in the relegation playoff on goal difference. So, Bonnie Rigger are going to be buying up for this. They've got to be against an Elgin team. They're going to be spent from last weekend. Come on, they're done. So, Bonnie Rigg, decent enough form. They've only lost two of their last ten, and it was against the top two in the table as well. Elgin not been travelling well. Lost their last five and seven of the last eight on the road. So Bonnie Rig Rose for the win and Division Two survival. So Inverness Cali, uh, Clyde Montrose draw and Bonnie Rig Rose. That's my three. Tony, what you got? Fantastic. Um, with you on two of them, mate. With you on two of them, uh, Inverness to beat uh, Inverness Cali to beat Air at uh, six to four. Alloa to beat Dunfermline in League One. Alloa to beat Dunfermline 15 to 8 I got on that yesterday and League 2 Bonnie Rig Rose to beat Elgin at 23 to 20 now you've got a story about this uh, this betting because I had what did they have 21 to 10 I think or something and now it's 23 to 20 because they closed the betting and also news on the crowd at Bonnie Rig tomorrow Indeed, well, I was looking, flicking through the, the betting last night and then I saw a couple of bookies had suspended betting on Bonnie Rig against Elgin I was like what's going on here um, and then opened up this morning a bit shorter and I was like okay so I don't know if they've heard something we've not but it, the price did look a bit bigger Let's, yes it, it was big, but it's still it's still a decent price because Bonnie Rigg surely they're going to win because they've lowered uh, admission prices I think they're letting under 15s and under 12s in for free all the prices <laughs> are down they're going to try and the whole town's going to turn up the whole town of Bonnie Rigg are going to be in there. We had a look at the stadium this morning, didn't we, Tony? Yeah, we did, I mean, yeah. it's literally... how We don't know how you take a throw-in. I think you have to go in the stand to take a throw-in. <laughs> I don't know how you take a corner. They must have to lift up a bit of the, the barrier to get a run-in. I mean... Them I all concrete posts. Oh, man. If I slide and tackle you're in a concrete post, let's face it. <laughs> but, yeah, it looks like the whole of Bonnie Rigg are going to be turning out. All the youngsters are in for free. Elgin are not going to be able to fight. Come on. I know Elgin. They'll roll over. Easy. This is... If, if Bonnie Rigg don't win this, <laughs> that's that's on them because 
they couldn't get an easier game. Champagne, so, yeah. champagne is only on ice at the minute at Bonnie Rig. We're we're both it going is. in. We're both going in. Two footed tackles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean this is this is Bonnie Riggs. They can stay up. They can party in, in Bonnie Rig on Saturday night. It's it's there for the taking. So yeah. Gotta be. Gotta be. I'm I'm, I'm a Bonnie Rig sorry, I'll gonna say. I'm a Bonnie Rig Rose fan tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Inverness got, Inverness to beat uh Allaway to beat Dunfermline and Bonnie Rig Rose to be Elgin. That's uh, top, middle and bottom. Uh, part three, 340, uh, new market, 1,000 guineas. We're both looking forward to this. Uh, group one for three-year-old fillies over the straight. One mile of the rolly mile. Over to you, Ben. Yeah, I, as we say, I, I kind of find the 1,000 guineas a lot trickier than the 2,000 guineas. Definitely. Um, I'm not too concerned when it comes to race trends. I had a little look. Um, last 10 renewals, at least the last 10 winners had at least four previous career starts, so experience in the bank. Um, I previously won at least a listed level. I previously had run over at least one mile and ran over seven furlongs or further last time out. That's what the last 10 all met with those trends. Uh, O'Brien, Aidan O'Brien, dominates this one. Won seven renewals since 2005. His main chance looks to be meditate. Won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies Turf the last time she was seen. She's won five of her seven starts. I reckon the two defeats, easily enough excusable. First one came on soft ground at Curra. Second when she was dropped back to six furlongs in the Chiva Park Stakes. I don't think she wants soft ground. I don't think she wants six furlongs. So no surprises you're firing a career best in the Breeders' Cup over a mile on firm ground. Tripping ground should be ideal for her on Sunday. I expect a big run from Merite. I think I think she's got a good chance of reversing the form with Tahira, who's the favourite right now. Um, I also wouldn't rule out a big run from O'Brien's other entry, never-ending story, should that one also line up. If five of O'Brien's seven 1,000 guineas winners start an SBN 9-1 or bigger, and he's also saddled place horses in the race at double figure, so I would never be put off by a big price O'Brien horse. They can surprise for you so better word and never end story she's by Dubawi out of a Camelot mare so could be she'll be at her best over longer trips in time but if she is declared I think she's worthy of consideration away from the O'Brien pair I think um, Modge does look a shade overpriced right now for Saeed Bin Sarur she finished second by meditating the Albany Stakes at Royal Ascot last June she looks to have kicked on this year Already had two wins in Maidan at the start of the year. The first came over seven furlongs, the second over a mile. The way she was running as a two-year-old did hint that the longer trips than the six furlong races where all of her two-year-old career was, um, she did hint in those races that she'd be seen in better light over further. That certainly seems to be the case based on the Maidan run. So I think she's interesting modge so i think meditate and modge are the two that interest me the most maybe never ending story if that one does line up tony what have you got good stuff mate um yeah but my short list came down to lazoo for trainer rafe beckett frankie detori in the saddle there but i don't think lazoo wants anything anywhere near with soft in it even good to soft uh, would be against it. Hence the price and hence the drift, I think, on Lazoo. But an interesting qualifier for me. Uh, Morge, I'm with you there, mate. Uh, Ocean Murphy as well, an interesting jockey booking for Morge. Uh, and uh, Meditate and uh, Tahira at the uh, at the bottom, uh, the uh, top of the market as well. I wouldn't put anybody off the top of the market. Uh, Tahira 
and uh, meditate. Uh, here's, here's one for you. If it, if it runs, uh, just a bit of interest for me in the race. I haven't got a lot of interest in it. Uh, if, uh, if, if any firms go out uh, to five places, even four places, Polly Pot uh, for trainer Ben Paulin. Um, uh, on debut Oosh. for trainer Ben Paulin. Uh, currently around 66 to 1. Jim Crowley's got the ride. Now, Polly Pot uh, won the Group 2 May Hill Stakes in uh, September. Race worth 68k um, at the Group 2. Uh, obviously, a little bit well held, very well held in the Phillies Mile at Newmarket when last seen in October, but finished fourth of eight, not disgraced in defeat. Formerly with Harry Dunlop, who is now packed in. Uh, now with Ben Pauling, which is an interesting uh, way to go down to take your next, uh, your, 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 your flat horse that's uh, won the May Hill. Oh, we'll take it to Ben Pauling's. Uh, that race was uh, the race, the um, the Phillies race at Newmarket, the Bet365 Phillies Mile. Uh, the Group 1 was won by commissioning from a Novakai in second who was entered for this, but does not go. And Novakai holds entries in the Irish 1,000 guineas, the Oaks and the Irish Oaks. There's no uh, runners come out of the Bet365 Phillies mile yet. So, uh, yeah, just a little bit of interest. Um, a, a sporting, basically a couple of quid each way on Polypot at uh, at 66-1. to 1. Uh, Jim Crowley in the plate, Ben Paul on debut for trainer Ben Paulin, Ben. Um, so, yeah, so hopefully there we've uh, covered the guineas and the stuff. Many thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Racing Pod Blast. Remember, if you're an early riser and a racing fan, you can catch me with all the latest racing news uh, throughout the morning on Epic Radio weekdays between 5am and 7 if you're on the roads early. And you can get more from Ben uh, over on narrowingthefield.co.uk. That's narrowingthefield.co.uk. Until next week, have a great uh, weekend, everyone. Thanks. Uh, another bank holiday weekend. Any plans, Ben? Uh, continue trying to fix my busted decking out the back. <laughs> Fun times. You sent me it. pictures. It's busted. Shocking. It Knackered. is. Done. Best of luck, it. mate. Best of luck. All right. Cheers. It's a big thanks for us. Uh, big thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone.